was the sense that Windsor was the worst place to live if you're a woman. I want us to change the narrative to say Windsor is the Essex is the best place if you're a woman to live, to start a business, to grow a business, uh, and to be a leader. Women are 67% less likely to self-promote than men empower women entrepreneurs. Women owned 34% of businesses in Windsor, Essex. Women have to be part of that process. They need to be part of that plan. Women were underrepresented in every single area. We can ensure um, that we can continue to move the dial. Found that they had imposter syndrome. In terms of Rise Windsor, Essex, increasing the number of women entrepreneurs. And that addresses the needs of women entrepreneurs at this time are designed to really celebrate women. Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. I've officially teamed up with Rise Windsor Essex to bring you stories of Windsor Essex's very own female entrepreneurs. We're here to celebrate women in the area who have made it happen. So today I'm here with photographer Vicki Bertel and special guest co-host Nicole Anderson from Rise Windsor Essex. Thank you both for joining me here today. So how about we start off with Vicki, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and your photography business? Perfect. I'm so excited to be here, Sarah. Thank you for having me, by the way. I've been a photographer for over 12 years. For most of the years, I have been specializing in wedding, wedding photography, and in the last three years, I've kind of branched out and started doing more lifestyle stuff, which has now turned into branding photography for women. So that is what I do now. Um, I have a studio in here in Kingsville, Ontario, and I shoot here and on location. And um, well, I, I do shoots in Toronto as well. But yeah, that is, um, that is what I'm doing right now. Awesome. Well, and I guess to get started, do you want to just tell us how you first got into the photography industry? For sure. So it was 12 years ago. Um, my son, my oldest son was born and we got our first camera, our professional camera to basically just, um, document his life, family, mem uh, family memories. And I kind of just start shooting and, um, yeah, just started snapping, started learning. I would post the photos on Facebook and my friends would see what I was doing and they'd be like, hey, can you take some photos of our family? So that's kind of, it kind of started. Um, and then somebody asked me to do a wedding and I was like, okay, I'll try. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, I should probably, you know, second shoot with someone first before I take on my full wedding. But I kind of just jumped into it. And from there, it snowballed yeah into full-time weddings wow amazing and so said that you'd started with your first wedding and then um when did you know that it was really time to take that to a full-time position there i didn't sarah i didn't know what i was doing at that time so it was it was really it just kind of fell into my lap i think um i booked my first wedding and then shot another wedding that summer but the next summer I had booked 10 weddings so then it kind of went uh, faster and faster so 
yeah, I, it just, I didn't choose. It kind of chose me, I guess, <laughs> if that makes sense. The photography um, life <laughs> chose you. You didn't choose it. That's like so hardcore. I love it, Vicky. But yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Wow. Yeah. And then, so you'd also mentioned too that, you know, you've recently made sort of a transition in, in your business, um, more, focusing more on less on the wedding side and more on sort of the female entrepreneurs. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about this shift and also what attracted you to, you know, really the female entrepreneur branding that you focus on? Sure. Um, I started noticing how many women vendors there were, first of all. So as I was shooting weddings, I would look around me and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's Shelby who runs the cake business. She's amazing. There's Corey who runs the flower business. Like I was looking around my, around where all the vendors were and there were so many amazing women led businesses. So that was, that was the first um, shift in my mind. And then I wanted to know more about them and wanted to know their stories and wanted to ultimately photograph them and give them photos of themselves and what they do. And I love, I think what draws me into the branding side is it's really like a collaborative effort with, with these people and creating the images and brainstorming these images and then make, and then seeing them come to life and then knowing that these images will ultimately elevate their business when they use the photos so that's really what I love about it and again it's just it's realizing how many incredible female uh, founders we have here yeah so that's what I love yeah absolutely and you know you also spoke about the branding of the shoots that you do for these female entrepreneurs do you just have any tips for you know, going about finding that sort of those branding shoots um, or where you find inspiration for these at all? Um, inspiration really comes, it could be from a color that they're using. It could be from an outfit that they show me that they want to wear. We kind of build on that. It could be their, obviously their existing website where whatever they need the photos for. Some tips I would say, um, definitely know what you need the images for. So it's very different if you need images for your headshot or your PR or consistent social media images. So it's very different, different shoot variety that we would build. So communicate that with your photographer and really know what, you're, what you need the images for ahead of the time. So that's probably the most important thing. I'm going to jump into uh, recently Vicky took my, um, my headshots and like portfolio photos just because I speak at different events. I've always asked for a headshot and I've been using the same headshot, although it feels like it's been forever, only for a year and a half. But because I speak at least once a month on something, it's the same headshot that's recycled. So I had uh, the opportunity to photograph with Vicky and I suck behind the camera. I'm or in front of the camera rather. I'm not good. Vicky, the way that you made me feel so relaxed and just like told me to just do natural things. And it really showed in the photos. And so many women afterwards asked me about that session. And I think it's too, because I think it's important because women don't self promote. And in the research, the work that I do and the research that, you know, I read about that detracts us from getting future jobs. It detracts us from networking, et cetera. We, we don't self promote. We're inherently more humble than our male counterparts. And that's just, you know, that's just a study showing this. It's not me just making this up. 
So the, I think it's really important, Vicki, that you've taken that next step and identified that. Um, and, and now more women are coming out and doing these branding sessions. It will help them in their careers. It will help them move forward. So, um, if you're listening and you're kind of wondering if a branding shoot would help, I would 100% recommend it. Ah, thanks, Nicole. And even to build on that, even if you don't, so sometimes the question is, well, I don't, I haven't fully started my business. Can I do photos now? And I think it's never too early to start your personal brand. Like if you have an account and you want to just start um, investing in that. So when you are ready to launch, you already have an existing personal brand, whatever it is, we can tweak it down the, down the road, but it's already a presence started online. Exactly. Absolutely. I think those are some great points and I can definitely second with the photo shoots with Vicky that they are so much fun. And I also am not good in front of the camera, but you can definitely tell in the photos I was, I was having a great time. So thank you. Um, and then, you know, you also had mentioned to, you know, people thinking of starting their businesses and you'd said sort of the photography life chose you. And there's a lot of, lot that goes sort of into creating a business itself. Um, do you want to just share a bit about how did you learn about maybe those other parts of photography about running the actual business that you used? And if maybe you have any mentors or resources that you would like to share? For sure. So I didn't come at it like it wasn't an overwhelming feeling of I need to know everything there is to know about running this photography business. I think I took it step by step. Okay, so first of all, let's get a website going. Let's research websites. Let's get that up. Gear. Okay, it was really like step by step. Um, I, I did ask a lot of questions. The photographers who I knew um, were on the path that I wanted to be on. I would reach out to them and I would ask them questions. Some were open to sharing and some were not. So it was really asking those questions and taking whatever I can get. There was, I invested a lot in um, Creative Live is a website. So Creative Live is a course. There's different courses on there for creatives. So I invested a lot of in education courses on there. And then I also did a lot of YouTube videos. I did a lot of free free YouTube learning, whatever I could really um, get my hands on. And YouTube is now even bigger with the online education. You could learn really anything on YouTube. So that was a huge part. But um, yeah, it wasn't an overwhelming, let's learn everything there is now. It was really step by step, year by year. And even now I'm learning. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Learning as you go. And Nicole, I wasn't sure if you wanted to pop in with anything there? I was just going to say, you know, you're, you're um, doing everything a successful entrepreneur should do. And it takes a lot of money to start a business. So finding these free resources available to you, I think that, uh, you know, you've really set yourself up perfectly for success. Um, and really just bootstrapping, like we've got a lot of organizations, including the one that, that I run, Rise Windsor Ethics, that offer free support for female entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in general. But right now, um, the support for female entrepreneurs is abundant in the area. Let's just put it that way. So definitely Vic, you, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head with what I usually tell women entrepreneurs is use the resources that are available to you. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Be scrappy too, right? Be scrappy. Like, be just, scrappy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Um, those are some really great points there and some great resources that people can definitely use. So thank you for sharing those. Um, and then also, you know, when you said you starting out that it was more wedding focused and now you've transitioned to more sort of female entrepreneur um, branding photos. How do you go about finding your client base for this? Um, I know you'd said sort of there was a lot of events and everything. Do you want to just share a bit about this and, you know, marketing your business? Yeah. So when I was, when, it, when it was weddings, so Facebook was really just starting out. So my marketing was I post a photo on Facebook. I tag every single person in the wedding party and I would get eight to 10,000 impressions on the photo. That was insane organic reach. Now it's not like that. We know that. Um, now I'm using Instagram more, but I think it's really, it, it, in the last couple of years, I've really just tried to make genuine connections and friendships with these, with these women who run businesses in our area. And it's, it's word of mouth, I think, right now. Um, I don't invest a lot in Facebook ads or Instagram ads. I think I see myself doing that a little bit more in the future. But yeah, it's really, it's really the connections. Um, I I don't do a lot of networking events, which I should do more pre COVID days, pre COVID days. I should have done a little bit more. So I want to get more into that. And yeah, it's really just those genuine connections, I think, and helping people like, you know, helping people. And if they need like a headshot, um, you know, just be like, Hey, I'm, I'm available. I'm here. I want to work with you. I think that's also just been, I'm more bold reaching out to people and making those connections where I would sit back more before. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think connections are so important. And you also touched on a point there about, you know, you love helping people and you created an amazing campaign, you know, during the pandemic about helping small businesses with any photography. Do you mind just sharing a bit about sort of what this initiative was and what led you to want to create this? Mm -hmm. That was a crazy time, right? That was two weeks. No, not, it was a few weeks into the lockdown. Everyone was sitting at home. It was a scary time, obviously. And I think it was as much as I was also helping as I wanted to help. It was also a creative outlet for me. So I was watching businesses, even in our, in our hometown closed doors and the future was really bleak for a lot of businesses and I said like I have a camera I have a studio space I have props like I can't just sit I can't just sit so um, I reached out to local businesses and someone in Ontario wide all women led businesses and I I'm like, Hey, if you can get me some product, if you can leave it on my doorstep, if you could ship it, I can create some content for you. And you, all I ask is you continue to support small businesses. You maybe do a giveaway to frontline workers. You just, yeah, it was very much, um, the focus was let's just continue make to make an effort to support small businesses. So the, the, um, the feedback was great. Um, a lot of companies did, a lot of brands did like a giveaway or they bought gift certificates from small businesses. So it was, it was really good. Yeah. And this is really how like the ecosystem 
gets stronger. So yes, we've got the support networks of, you know, the government support networks like myself, like WeTech Alliance and Epicenter, et cetera. But this is how you really engage the ecosystem is when someone, when an actual female founder goes out to help other female founders. That is, you know, I, I, I've talked to Vicky about this many times, just how in awe I was of her offering these services pro bono to help one another. So when we see women, you know, in, in let's say the same industry, your first thought is usually competition, but it shouldn't be that, right? It's we're helping one another. There will always be a market for the people for to serve rather. So it's good seeing other women doing, let's say in this instance, it's not really like nobody was sent you photography, but you know, it's good to see women doing what you're doing. It shows that there's actually a market for it and let's lift each other up. And Vicki, you've, you've done that. Uh, you've done a great job with that. And I, I was just so impressed with you. So just a little shout out <laughs> on that one. Thanks, Nicole. And really it, it introduced me to women who I didn't know before, local and Ontario-wide, and I formed some great friendships and great connections through that as well. So, and I actually have a shoot coming up with one of the businesses who I did during those during that initiative. So, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And like Nicole was saying too, it's all about that sort of collaboration over competition there. And I also love the fact that you made it a sort of pay it forward campaign so that it really does have that ripple effect on small businesses all over. So I think that's absolutely incredible that it was an initiative that you sort of created during this time. Um, and then, you know, going back to sort of photography, do you have any advice or tips for someone who's maybe just starting out in the industry as a photographer? I do. I have a lot of tips. <laughs> I have a lot. Okay. So some important ones shoot as much as if you're just starting out and you don't have content, that is one thing that I hear is like, I don't have anything to promote with. I don't have anything to market with. Get your friends and family and shoot as much as you can and build the portfolio. That's the number one and probably the starting point. And then the other big thing is really figure out what your niche is early on don't be the photographer of everything to everyone. Don't shoot dogs and weddings and interior design and all of it. I say, because people, people will not know what you specialize or what you're good at. So really figure out the niche and really market it because you won't burn out as fast also doing that. So that's a big one. And then, like I mentioned, actually, before I touched on the free education is crazy right now. The YouTube videos, just blog posts, just continue to read and research. It, there's a lot of information out there. But where I would invest also is one-on-one -on -one mentorships with people who you look up to. So find a photographer who you are aspiring to be at the level of and ask if they do one-on-one -on -one mentorships. They might not even advertise that they do that, but they might consider it. So that is, a, that is where where I didn't invest in. And I think if I would have done that, I would have built up a little faster, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are some really great tips for anyone starting in photography. And I, I definitely agree, you know, finding the mentorship and also getting that experience is so important, especially, you know, in the beginning of the business. And then also, you know, running your own full-time photography business. How do you go about this 
with sort of, you know, balancing that owning your business as well as, you know, your personal time or any other projects you have going on? Do you find it challenging? And, you know, how do you go about doing this? That's a big, um, that's a big deal for me because I don't, so my studio is at home. My workspace is at home. It very much blurs into each other. And that is definitely a challenge, especially raising kids and being married. And it's something I'm really just trying to figure out still. I'm This year, I'm outsourcing way more. I simply can't edit every single photo myself. I have way too much. So learning where I need to outsource and where I have to be present in the in the tasks that I that I should be so I have to I have to get better at it that is definitely a challenge for me yeah and Nicole did you have anything sort of to add along this I know you've worked with a lot of you know female entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs. exactly and you know what I think COVID's not helping right uh, Vicky I mean your studio is at home but a lot of women never worked from home before <laughs> before the pandemic so really trying to juggle like your kids and your home and just general house duties plus work on top of it. And then, you know, in the summer when schools were out and, and daycares were few and far between, it was even worse. We saw a mass exodus of women from the workforce, whether it was their own business, whether it was their own career uh, or careers in a larger organization. But hopefully, you know, that, and that, that is one of the reasons why the government is supporting women entrepreneurs now more than ever, because our government is, has, has seen what's going on. They call it the she session has seen women, you know, having to take a step back in their, their own careers to take care of their home and their family during this time. So the government's really trying to push women to continue on their own businesses, continue on their career paths with different types of, um, supports. So I guess in that, this sense, keep your eye open. There's more support hopefully going to be announced soon. Um, we just had those $5,000 grants run through the small business center for female entrepreneurs. So take advantage of it. You know, I had some women say like, I don't know if I really need the money. It's like, you might need it. So just apply, just apply to it, get out there. And, uh, as Vicki said, use those resources. Mm -hmm. Nicole, do you personally have any tips, um, of your own, how, how you balance work, life, home, kids, <laughs> all of it. You know what? Um, the, my tips are like what you're going to hear. Everybody says I really try to find time for yourself, but I'm, I've actually started, I was talking to Sarah about it today. Like I started trying to get back into my own health routine today. Today's my first day. Um, I've hired, you know, a career coach to help me kind of figure out what the next three to five years looks like, especially if I know that I'm going to have to start working from home more. Just doing things for myself, I think is important just to balance everything. Like it's hard because, you know, you've got your kids at home and there are so many things to keep them occupied. But at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself too. And blurring the lines of work and home and everything, it, usually what happens is work just trumps everything and you're just working, you just work yourself to the bone. So I guess my tip would be find a way to work on yourself through all of this as well. Just find the time. There's always time. You just have to, you have to look for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Making that sort of a priority. And I think that's definitely something a lot of, especially female entrepreneurs are struggling with right now. But, you know, as we move on, I think people are sort of trying to get back into that routine of, you know, finding that core balance. 
Um, and, you know, Vicki, you'd said that that was sort of a challenge for you. Was there any other sort of challenges that you've had to overcome with either when you were first starting out in photography or with your business now? And, you know, what did you do during these times? Yeah, um, another challenge for me is definitely, it, it really does tie into everything that I've said also <clears throat> with balance. I tend to I tend to micromanage everything so the micromanaging can turn into perfectionism and that is that is something I'm trying to let go of but then also it turns it really also turns into bringing out the imposter syndrome which I know Sarah like you've heard many female entrepreneurs say the same thing it's I've been working at my craft for over 12 years and I still question myself and it's, it's a crazy thing, right? It's just when I struggle with comparison and uh, really questioning myself, I have to disconnect and really put my blinders on and focus on my own thing and yeah, really not look at anyone else's work. So that is a huge, um, personally a challenge that I have to deal with. And yeah, I think I, I think I'm managing it. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely, you know, heard a lot about the imposter syndrome and it's something that I think almost everyone has gone through at one point or of another. Um, and Nicole, I don't know if you have anything to add sort of with overcoming this or even a lot of people, you know, they, they say that you're not even really supposed to sort of, you can't get rid of it, but it's, you know, how do you, how do you manage it and how do you, you know, actually let it help your business sort of continue to move forward? You know what I've been doing lately is when I feel imposter syndrome for whatever reason maybe i'm doubted maybe maybe it's my own self-doubt whatever it is i i feel imposter syndrome i reach out to my girl gang i do i'm like you guys i'm feeling this way what do you think and then they're always there to pump you up and it could be a girl gang from work it could be a girl gang from your siblings or your friends whatever it might be but having those women to really help amplify what you're doing and and remind you that what you're doing is making a difference or, or what you're doing, you, you know, you've, you've become this successful because of the hard work that you've done. Um, I think it's important to have that. And Vicki talked about, you know, mentors are good to reach out to too, but I, I, and I 100%, I'm always behind mentors. I actually called a couple of mentors this past weekend to just run some ideas by them, but a peer support network is also important to have. So having the girl gang, like Vicky, sometimes you and I just chat just about work stuff, like bounce ideas off of one another. So I keep calling it a girl gang, yeah. but it's easier to say girl gang only because, or it's easier to go to a quote unquote girl gang because oftentimes those women have faced the similar issues that you might be facing as well. Yeah. And you've heard some crazy ideas from me, Nicole. I've messaged you with some really crazy ideas. They're always good <laughs> and you always pursue them and you do so well. Oh. I have to say, the first time I met Vicky was at a conference in February, just this past February, and I saw her and I'm like, I fangirled over her because I've always admired Vicky's work. So the first thing I said, I was like, "You're, you're my favorite photographer." Oh, I mean, just stumbled upon oh, over all my words. She's so great, and now we have a friendship, which I'm like, I couldn't be happier about. So, so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Finding that support system and people you can go to at those times is so important. So I guess on the flip side of that, Vicki, do you want to share sort of one moment looking back on your photography career that really stands out as, you know, a big success moment or one where you, 
maybe just you couldn't believe this was sort of happening. Um, any sort of big things like that you'd like to share? So, yeah, I think um, a cool moment that stands out for me, okay, it kind of ties in with one of your last questions. And you were going to ask me, what would you say to yourself starting out? My thing was going to be create your own opportunities. So I feel like I sat too many years just waiting for opportunities to kind of fall into my lap. And the recent, the recent years, I've really kind of taken that into my own hands and created my own opportunities. So this one moment is three years ago when I said, I want to go shoot during New York Fashion Week in New York City. I want to shoot fashion bloggers. And that is when the fashion um, blogging industry was the lifestyle stuff was really up and coming. And I'm like, how am I going to do that? Like, I want to do that, but how am I going to do that? <laughs> so it was, it's a really crazy thing. So I follow um, Jasmine Starr, who's a marketing strategist online. She's also a photographer. And basically I reached out to her and asked for some advice. And she said, Hey, like, you should just reach out to bloggers through uh, in, uh, social media and see if you can line up some shoots. So I'm like, okay, I will do that. I emailed, I, I, I um, send messages to about 200 fashion bloggers. I, not everyone responded, obviously. I think I lined up 15 to 20 shoots. And yeah, so I'm like... I grabbed my assistant. We're like, we're going to New York. We're going to shoot during fashion week. And it was an insane amount of, of work for three days. It was the funnest experience. And I just remember like, I can't, I can't believe like we made this happen. Like we just made this happen. And even looking back at the, at the images, it's still one of my favorite, favorite moments of my career. Um, it was, yeah, it was just really fun. And I can't, so that was a, great example of creating your luck, creating your own opportunity and asking for what you want. And yeah. And I, I have to jump in and say uh, that Vicky is, has always been um, the woman I look to when I, when I think about people who, who kind of make successes for themselves, Vicky is one of them. Like she's working on something right now. Again, I don't know if it's, um, top secret or not, but this has been in the works a year ago. She had, she wanted to do something about a year ago. She was talking to me about it. And I remember that. And she, through the steps that she took recently, she, she's kind of made her made, made, I don't, I'm sure it's one of your, one of your many dreams come true to be able to, to work on this project, which I'm sure she's going to unveil soon. I don't want to be the, I don't want to give out the spoiler there, but you know, Fatini is doing something that I, that I love to see women entrepreneurs do is, is to ask, because if you don't ask, then you'll never, you, you'll never know. Right. And what's the worst that you can get is, is, is a no. And I remember that we had a speaker come down, Fatini Iconopoulos, and she talked about, well, she, her session was on negotiation specifically for women entrepreneurs and women in business. And her big, key takeaway was, you know, you've got to ask. If you don't ask, you're never going to know. And don't be shy. Again, the worst that can happen is that they say no, and you might just end up coming back to them just and ask in a different way. So if you really want something, just pursue it. And Vicki, you've done a, a great job at that. So very, very happy for you. Thanks, Nicole. 
Yeah, definitely better to, you know, look back and, you know, maybe it didn't go, if it didn't go the way you wanted, at least you sort of know, and you're not looking back and, you know, at least you tried, um, or else, like you said, you'll just never know what will happen there. Um, and do we just have any final thoughts from either of you before we wrap up here today? You know, I think my final thought is that there's a good down here in Windsor, Essex, there's a really good network of women entrepreneurs. So I'd say like lean on one another develop your, your support systems, um, you know, use one another. Women tend to want to help other women, right? Because we're so underrepresented down here in terms of women entrepreneurs, women starting businesses. So I would say both ways. I'd approach women that you, and Vicki had said this, you know, that you look up to, maybe take them for coffee and just chat. Um, and then on the flip side, be open to other women coming in and speaking with you about your career journey and, and wanting to support them. Yeah, that's a really great, really great point. I think for photographers specifically, I would like to also say, don't be afraid to try stuff and fail. I don't call it failure. If you try something and you learn from it, it's not failure, right? So that is something also that I've, in the more recent years, really been mindful of just trying things and see what happens. So I guess that, no, that doesn't even apply to photographers. It applies to everyone, really. Just don't be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to pivot your business. It's because something amazing could be just around the corner. So, yeah. Definitely. Those are two really great pieces of advice. And thank you both so much for joining me and sharing all the information as well. And Vicki, would you just like to share where people can find you and your business online? For sure. On Instagram, I am Vicki Bartel Photographer. And um, my website is um, www.vickibartel.com. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.